In developing countries, tourism profits often pad the pockets of foreign investors. But an organization called Travel for Change is helping one African community keep its tourism dollars. Meet the University of Iowa women behind this effort in this edition of Iowa Insights. African safari adventures can cost thousands of dollars per traveler. And sadly, only a fraction of the money stays in the communities that could really use it. It's because many tour companies in developing countries are owned by foreign investors. A team of University of Iowa women is working to help communities fight poverty by keeping tourism dollars local. Swahili instructor Blondina Giblin and grad student Mary Grace Weber founded the nonprofit Travel for Change in 2008. Travel for Change destinations will operate as employee cooperatives with a portion of revenue going toward community development. Locals will earn income as staff members or by offering activities as independent contractors. Their first project is Lukelo Lodge, located in the beautiful southern highlands of the East Central African country of Tanzania. The lodge is currently being built. Within a year or two, they hope to accommodate 20 to 30 guests. Mary Grace says guests will experience Africa through a variety of cultural excursions. We have a group of basket makers who's, who are really interested in doing a class and a bunch of women who are interested in doing cooking classes and then hiking. There's a ton of history around and a lot of really good storytellers, lots of beer breweries. And so all different kinds of projects that will be gauged to the traveler's interests. And then there are also several game parks in the general vicinity, so longer excursions would be an option too. The lodge will be located outside the village of John Bay, where Blondina grew up. Blondina donated land for the site and is eager for travelers to see another side of Africa. Not only the, these women will benefit, but the tourists too will benefit from learning something about Africa. As we all know, a lot of people think of Africa as hunger infested, people can't do for themselves, but the truth is they can do for themselves, but they just need a little bit help too. Residents of John Bay are skilled farmers, and travelers won't be disappointed by the cuisine, which uses almost exclusively local ingredients. Rice and homemade bread are staples, and the fertile land provides plenty of fresh fruits and vegetables that are blended to create spicy sauces and unique flavor twists. They're mainly vegetarians and the vegetables because they're grown organically. They are absolutely delicious. Spinach with peanut butter sauce and jalapenos. It's really yummy. Or you can have cabbage with uh, pumpkin seeds sauce. At nearby game parks, guests can witness African wildlife like lions, giraffes, and elephants. Just beware of baboons. They're known to swipe everything from food to phones. The idea for Travel for Change came about after Mary Grace studied abroad in Kenya. Her host family worked long hours, but barely had enough to get by. And I was living there with a family, and the family worked really hard. It was all only women in the family. It was a three-generational family. They got up at like 4 o'clock every morning and baked bread, and then they'd sell it all day long. And then at the end of the day, they'd maybe have enough money to, you know, buy, buy dinner and hopefully breakfast for the next morning. The poverty was puzzling because tourism was profitable and there was a lot of it. 
Mary Grace dug deeper, finding that most of the tourism companies operated out of London. She and her host sister brainstormed ways to help locals earn income. They came up with the idea of Swahili cooking classes. But it wasn't until Mary Grace got to know Blondina that the idea took full shape. So I signed up for her class, and the first day of class, she invited the entire class to her home in Tanzania. She said it, and I was kind of like, oh, that's, you know, really sweet, but she can't be serious. <laughs> and then she said it two or three more times, and so I went to her door during office hours and knocked. She said, come in. I said, so, do you really mean it? <laughs> Can I really come? The women formed a mother-daughter bond. Soon thereafter, Travel for Change was born. For Blondina, founding a humanitarian organization was a natural step. Growing up, her family took in children whose families couldn't afford to send them to school. For years, she has provided uniforms and books for children in her old neighborhood. Travel for Change also ties in with Mary Grace's work at the UI. She majored in international studies and is currently a grad student in urban and regional planning. So when I started thinking about grad school, I was really excited about the urban and regional planning program because I think they give you a really good skill set, particularly for the community engagement and community participation and also the evaluation skills to determine whether or not what you're doing is successful and then how you could change it to be more effective. The organization needs $100,000 for startup costs. They are applying for grants and so far have raised $10,000 in donations and fundraisers. That money funded the construction of one bungalow, a community kitchen, and a restroom. The lodges are made of mud bricks and local lumber and have grass thatch roofs. When two or three more bungalows are built, they'll open for business. The residents of John Bay watch the progress with anticipation. Around that neighborhood, everybody's rooting for us and saying, don't give up. There's something in my, in Kisway that says, pull it, pull it, your slowly but sure. So we know slowly but surely something will come. So the Travel for Change founders can see that change takes time. But they hope, in time, to have a profound impact on the communities they touch, starting with John Bay. To learn more, visit TravelForChangeInternational.org. Iowa Insights is produced by the University of Iowa. To subscribe, visit us on iTunes or at news.uiowa.edu.